0: Day. so every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 64 of Shop Talk. Jennifer and Carrie here, um, and we're back to discuss episode two of season five for The Rookie and uh, the premiere of The Rookie Feds. So we'll just jump right into the news because it's going to be a long episode. Um, and we've got episode descriptions for episodes three. Um, so for the rookie, episode three is called Die Hard. We saw the promo for it last night. Um, but Officer John Nolan is assigned to his first rookie, Officer Selena Juarez, whose unconventional approach to police work poses a unique challenge for him. I'm excited for this episode. I really mm-hmm. am.
1: Yep. Same here. I'm just excited to see uh Liseth Chavez back in like well, not that she was in uniform on chicago pd really but just you know what i mean yeah. like back on a
0: procedural and the promo gave us more to go off of than like the episode description like we see lucy locked in what looks like a storage container or like a freezer or something um yeah. and tim's like all worried so that's probably going to bring back two eleven vibes or 210 vibes um and then we see selena and john in like plain clothes like, it's mm-hmm. Selena's first scene. She's, like, in plain clothes already. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be exciting. But yeah. take us through the episode description for rookie feds.
1: Um, So one of three of feds is called Star-Crossed. And Garza's unit gets roped into a complicated kidnapping case involving a forbidden relationship between two rival drug-dealing gangs. Uh, meanwhile, Simone's love life is heating up. Laura comes face to face with her past and Carter tries to reconnect with his wife. So lots of I'm sure it's gonna be I mean the like rookie like universe, I guess I can say now, like does that well where they balance, you know,
0: yeah, action and
1: then like personal or like relationship things. But yeah, I'm just excited to see it, you know, happen like for the show too. So
0: yeah. I feel like Rookie Feds is going to be a lot like Rookie was in season one where it's just like a bunch of different storylines like all happening in one episode. So yep. I don't know. It'll be interesting because like in episode one, it seems like Laura and Carter like knew a lot about each other. So I'm wondering like does Laura know about his wife? Like does she mm-hmm. know his wife? Who knows? So yeah. Um, And then we also had some we had one post-mortem article like from 501 um and it had a little bit of news about selena so like we pretty much will we've already talked about all the post-mortem stuff um so we just kind of wanted to talk about the selena stuff and um the article was talking to alexi about like nolan's the oldest rookie training officer and how he could become like the oldest rookie detective over time but like for now he's responsible for someone else so we'll kind of in a way, get to see him become a rookie again because he's learning something new on the job. Um, but the writers, like, wanted to create a character and purposely try to create a character that would be, like, a fun challenge for him. Um, and not necessarily in an expected way, but, like, more of a fun way. So to kind of keep him, like, on his heels, um, which, I mean, I don't know. I like to see that for John. Like, I like to see him constantly, like, questioning things, like, being shocked, being, like, kind of surprised in a way um and so when it was asked if selena was going to be a specific challenge to him or will it be like a challenging relationship with everyone alexia said she's not a challenge to everyone it's just the way that she operates and the way that she sees the world so it's a little bit unique to the show um but you know alexia said that like he's always said that a character show they're a character show masquerading as a cop show so like that's the first goal is how do they create a dynamic character um who is a way to amplify nolan and also stand on her own so like she's not designed to be a negative impact in the station she's more designed to be like a bit of a wild card for nolan so that'll be really interesting to see Mm yeah yeah
1: um and then There was another article, like, specifically about this episode of The Rookie um, that talked a little bit about, uh, like, what's going on with, like, Nyla. Um, Like, so when she returns to work, like, after her maternity leave, they'll be diving into, like, her partnership uh, with Angela because they're both the detectives now. And so they'll um, definitely, like, uh, lean into their, you know, their working mothers and how that you know how they both handle that so um that'll be fun because that's that was one of the things on my wish list so i'm glad that's like coming true yeah um
0: no there's supposed to be some kind of time jump too because like nyla is back in the next episode but like we oh, know that that's turn and yeah, leave so. is at least like a month yeah, yeah. so
1: well, that's what they said in this episode were, like six weeks and i was like okay yeah so. I yeah, guess but- expected six-week time jump, it's- mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Which I guess would make more sense because then, like, because Lucy's going to the school, like, the program yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Obviously gone for more than a day. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I-, I don't know. The whole, like, rookie timeline was weird because, like, you know, they showed the preview from last episode and, like, Rosalind Slayer was talking to Wesley and she's like, I heard you're joining the DA's office. And he was like, yeah, next mm-hmm. week. So, like, we're supposed to assume that it's been a week since 501, yeah. but then, like, I don't know, like, there's – and then, you know, like, the um, UC school, like, director or whatever had came to Lucy and was like, yeah, like, you can start Monday. So, it's like, what part of this, like, new week are they in? Are we supposed to assume <laughs> that, like, they're yeah. on, like, a Monday or what? Like, I don't know. So, yeah, it's it was interesting. Um, and then just as a reminder – day that this air that this drops Tuesday um the rookie feds is airing episode two tonight so it'll be fun because the uh promo photos for it look really interesting same with the promo so Mm -hmm. yeah but with that I think we should just jump right into covering the rookie first and then the rookie feds so Mm
1: -hmm. yeah take us away um so to start off the uh labor day episode um i just love that like john and aaron were like paired together because gray at the beginning um you know is talking to nolan about his exam and everything and how he did well and they need someone to finish kind of training aaron and so like that's gonna be john's uh like trial run uh because aaron only has like a few weeks left so and you know john being john he's like yeah sure like you know he's just ready to like you know ready for anything um and so he goes out to like the uh like garage area which i forget who said it it might have been m on twitter was like the garage is bigger and it has stairs (laughs) like so the sets obviously changed since they're at uh paramount now um which i just thought was funny um and so we see uh Aaron has like coffee for John and like he like comes up and is like he's already you know gotten like the war bags prepped the shop and all this stuff and uh Nolan's like now they taught you well and um this is where we get the moment from the little like sneak peek preview of you know when Aaron's like well I like to start my morning off with a TikTok dance and he just starts going into it and John's like "Eh, okay not don't be too much yourself uh so that was just funny. Like, I don't know, Just there's just something about like the two of them that are, it's just funny because like, we'll see like a little bit later. Uh, they're like driving um, along before they get their first call. And uh, John like throws some questions at Aaron, you know, like what color was the uh, truck from like, you know, three vehicles back or whatever. And how many people did we pass on this thing and this thing? And it's like, um, you know Aaron's passing with flying colors and then John's like well you know what's the best thing I forget what he said like something like whatever the best adhesive for like mm-hmm. putting something to tile and Aaron was like well there's a lot of options but have to be something silicone based and he's like how like he did, John just looks at it he's like how did you know that he's like he told me yesterday so it's yeah. like John's like uh Talkative nature, like, kind of
0: backfired a little <laughs> bit, and it was just, it was yeah. just funny. Um, so, like, they say that Aaron has a few more weeks, so okay, yeah. say the time jump is six weeks or whatever. Like, are we supposed to assume that Aaron will be a P2 by the time Selena comes in?
1: Maybe,
0: I mean, I would think so. It's so yeah. interesting, so the it rookie shorts, so yeah,
1: because then it's like Selena's like the rookie, you yeah. know, like, I don't know, yeah yeah i guess um so like their well i guess it's like their first and like technically only call of the episode it starts off as a welfare check um but then once they see what well, what they think is like smoke coming from a the garage um they have to get it open um and it's the um like carbon monoxide from a car that's running in the garage um someone's in the car um and they're the ones that obviously like i said like they find the body um because the the guy has died and he was also a like a police officer specifically a sheriff's deputy so um when angela gets there she's like we'll be sure to, you know, like honor him by, you know, doing this like investigation. Right. And um, so I just thought that was good. Cause it's like, they, you know, it's like one of their own, like, they, you know, want to understand like why this happened. Cause it's like, it, it appears that it was a suicide, but um, after Nolan takes a trip to the ME's office, there's like evidence to suggest that that's not the case. Um, that like, well, the guy's name was Garrett Patel. Um, he could have been like wearing a wire, possibly. And there, um, like there were, uh, like fibers around his wrist. So, like, there were restraints at one point that were like removed. Um, and so obviously, like, someone, someone did this to him and then made it look like a, uh, suicide, and so they don't like immediately have ideas, but like since it's assumed that he was doing like an undercover thing, um, you know there could be like a lot of you know various criminals that they could have crossed paths with, um, so it's well it's helpful that like um they called in um, Patel's ex wife and she uh was like you know well he you know was close with um you know his coworkers like you know ever they came, i guess they had poker nights um and you know like everyone was pretty like okay in her opinion except for like brick i guess gave her um like a bad vibe um it was kind of shady but like she just kind of like his like I don't know like camaraderie like kind of turned into like a him being like heavily influenced by his coworkers' behavior and so like that kind of created a rift in like their marriage and then so that's why she was like they're they call themselves the crew like they're a you know a fully like formed you know they just they're a group that has this kind of like you know, silent code, and, like, how to, you know, act and be, and, like, it kind of, like, it can change people, um, as evidenced by, like, her husband, well, her ex-husband's change in demeanor, um, and so, Angela, that was interesting, because as she tells, uh, Aaron, John, and Tim later, she was, like, well, once you have a name, it pretty much means you're going to prison. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny because then Nolan was like, well, yeah, but what if you have, you know, what if it's this? And she's like, jail, like, you're, yeah. you know, like that's it. Um, and so, uh, the crew, um, they're also sheriff's deputies and their thing is that they are ripping off drug dealers that they're supposed to arrest. Um, and because they did the um, like reversals, kind of um, was like their thing, and so it started off as that. But then obviously they went all way rogue and off book, and you know, um, ripped people off instead of instead of getting them off the street. Um, and so it turns out that well, there was one dealer that like ended up talking, um, telling like everyone who would listen about this group that ripped him off. And um, they were going to talk to him, but he was, quote, unquote, mysteriously shanked in prison. So he's he's dead. They can't talk to him. And so, like, they have to get the recordings if they want a case, at least according to Wesley, anyway, I told that the to Angela. And so... Because Garrett had recordings like on like from the wire of like by name. So like they state their names, like they know who it is, um, and what they're doing. And so that's why he was obviously killed. Um, and John and Aaron are like instrumental in finding this evidence. Um, that's needed to put like Walton Rick away um well they were like okay so there's like three guys in the crew there were like two of them that were at Patel's house like the crime scene well it wasn't crime scene tape the like orange but there were or- there was orange like the caution tape, tape. Yeah, yeah like on the door um when Tim and Angela had come up and so like obviously someone else was in the house that shouldn't have been um and so Two of the guys were at the house like moving things around, like trying to find the like recordings. Um and so I just thought it was cool though that like Tim had to take like Walt down and like Angela was like, don't and like had her gun like ready. Like they were, I don't know, it was just like badass. And I hope we get more like Sam and Angela moments like that. Cause yeah. they're just fun. Um and so like they're arrested. Or obstruction, obviously, and evidence tampering, but they didn't catch Rick. So like Rick was already on his way to the like, I guess it was like, what is it coast to post or whatever the heck it was, the office, yeah, where the evidence was. Um, and so Angela like calls up John and is like, you guys need to get there before Rick does, or else like he's gonna destroy the evidence and we don't have anything. Um they didn't exactly make it there like before. He did, um, but they there was a short shootout and a very very short like chase, um, and John managed to apprehend uh, Rick. I just thought it was so funny though because John was like okay I'm gonna go in this way you're gonna you know go around back and then poor Aaron had to get out of the shop because there was like a truck or something like blocking his way and he's like oh damn like I gotta go run and so he just like is running all the way around and then finally meets up with John and he's just like where have you been and Aaron just like like he can't even like say words he's just like Aaron's like emotioning to things yeah yeah he's like Hi, you know, hi, I had to do
0: all this, but it's just his hand uh, motions and it's just comedy I gold. Yeah. I can't remember who said it on Twitter, but they were like, the rookie really missed the opportunity to call it back to like episode one when Tally was like, or when someone was like, welcome to the arrest. Oh, like, yeah, that's John- him. And then John was like, yeah,
1: eh, okay. And then like, thumbs up, kind of, yeah.
0: but not really because he was too busy, like,
1: eating. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but <laughs> But John would never be that shady. So,
1: no. Well, yeah.
0: But it was just, yeah, it was too. Yeah, that's, that's true.
1: That is a good callback. Yeah, they did kind of miss the opportunity. But still, I mean, I think like the where have you been, like, you know, yeah, or like where were you It was like, well, kind when of, it, kind of like, Nolan's. Way.
0: Yeah, and especially coming like the way that Nolan said it, it was like, well, where have you been? Like, you know, yeah, you've been doing this for how long? <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah.
1: Um, And so, towards the end of the episode we get a nice moment I still don't really not that I don't believe that like Aaron was genuine I'm just so shocked that he said that like John was his favorite yeah because I'm like sir you had Queen Nyla Harper for longer like he literally had
0: John for one day
1: like wow like I mean I don't know I mean yeah his reason was like valid like I mean no one does like teach by like asking Mm -hmm. questions and like getting you know and like using that information to inform his teaching but like still I was just kind of surprised that he was like you know no I mean it and I was like oh no say it's Nyla instead not that I don't (laughs) (laughs) whatever that sounds bad like not that you know Nolan can't be a favorite T.O. but just yeah like you said like Nyla was his Off, uh, training officer for longer and just yeah, yeah whatever. It was just a little awkward. Like I don't know, I just didn't really buy it. You
0: know? I think John will be a good TO. I think like at this point for Aaron, like he's already learned so much that he can pretty much like bounce around from TO 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 if he needs to, and like he's got it, like he can handle himself. But I think like if John had been his TO from the very beginning, Aaron. Probably wouldn't be saying that maybe i mean that is john's kind of way of learning it's by asking and like you know it makes sense know. that that's his teaching style but i don't know i guess we'll really see how he is once yeah. um or next week because yeah. he also has to like go to like to school or something like a class oh yeah to like finish oh. getting yeah. officially certified or whatever yeah I mean, in pretty much every storyline, they were alluding to a time jump of some kind. So, yeah, yeah. they kept saying like a week.
1: Yeah, like whatever, but obviously it's going to be longer than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, like Tim and Angela, like, you know, with the burrito and stuff. Oh my God. We just need more Tim and Angela BFF moments. Like, please. Yeah,
1: they were so funny. I was just like, well and like Tim was like so casual too I guess I should have I forgot to mention when he like went up to the truck to like get the burrito just Mm -hmm. so he could question the guys and like try to get information from them and then he comes back and Angela's like hello what about my burrito he's like I got
0: distracted like I'm sorry (laughs) and he just says it like nonchalant but then he also like has a little bit of edge in his voice like don't don't test me here like i was busy um yeah no it was definitely a callback to what was it like season one when jackson went to like go get our falafel and he's like oh they ran out and she's like what'd you get me like this woman i love her Mm -hmm. um yeah so then next we have nyla and james um and they just moved into their new house and nyla's in labor so um you know there's boxes all over james is like getting the security system set up and you know, they're just trying to make things happen, so then, um, we should have known that like this birth wasn't gonna go according to plan. I mean, we figured anyway from like the promo, but like when James said that this birth will be maybe this birth will be different, like oh, yeah, it'll be different, all right. Like,
1: I didn't really put it work.
0: together that she was gonna have a home birth,
1: I don't know I how I either. didn't really put it. Oh, okay, I was like,
0: then I just like that, just went over my head. I didn't either like because we had seen like the birthing pool and stuff like in the promo but I don't know you hear people like like trying to labor and stuff like as much as they can at home before they go in I don't know I just figured that and then when I was watching it was like wait didn't like when she had Lila didn't she like bleed out or something and they said that it was going to be dangerous for her to like ever have another baby or something
1: yeah but, well like, she was told that she like couldn't get pregnant again so, so was, like, like
0: why wouldn't you want to go to the hospital I don't
1: know I I think just maybe it just was too much and she's just like no like if I'm gonna well because she had mentioned it later she was like you know I I think it was on the phone to like Nolan or whatever she's like I just want to suffer in peace so maybe that's kind of her thing I don't know Yeah,
0: I don't know she was a mood in this episode she was a whole mood Mm -hmm. iconic I mean I don't know I just put that together and I was like wait why no Mm -hmm. But then, like, James had said that, like, his kids were both born at home. So it was just something that they agreed on. But anyway, um, there's, like, thrash metal music playing. And Nyla's, of course, not having any of it. So James is like, I'll go over there and, you know, like, tell them to turn it down. And despite him saying no, Nyla's like, she's going to go over there, too, because why not? Um, And when they don't listen to James about shutting it off, she flashes her badge and they, like, turn it down. Um so then like james is helping nyla more through the labor and like she knows this is a wonderful smell and he's like yeah i rubbed lavender oil on my skin to like help calm you and he just gets the best husband award and i'm glad that we saw like all of this because we didn't get this with lopez it was just like so flash true. forward and they had a kid um yeah. I, mean, I mean you got yeah. like mentions of it. we didn't actually like see like you know yeah 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 um so then, you know, they hear the neighbors yelling outside and that was like, I'm going over there again. Um, And James is like, no, don't like you're going to stress the baby out. And then they hear gunshots. And James is like, that was fireworks, right? Like he's trying to keep her calm, but obviously she knows. Like, so she calls it in. And who else responds to the call other than Smitty? <laughs> I was so surprised. I didn't, I guess I must have missed um, Brent's name in the uh like opening credits yeah, or whatever because awesome. I, I was like oh hi, Smith this man has been busy I mean like he popped up on rookie feds last week he's yeah. got the rookie like he is busy um but he responds to the call and says the neighbors were like watching something that you know Nyla and James just must have heard like they do have a good sound system um and Nyla's like no what I heard was gunshots um, so Smithy's like, you know, we did a thorough search of the house. There was no foul play, and Smithy's like, the only guns I saw were on his arms. Like, the dude is ripped <laughs> And Smithy is such a fanboy. Like, oh my god, we'll get into it later with feds, but like, oh my god, Smithy is. Wow, I need to put that together. Yeah, oh my god, Smithy is a whole mood. <laughs> Funny. Um, and so then Nyla like us back, and she's like, you know, you're as much help as I thought she would be. Um, and so he's like, do you need my help with anything else? And she just says no and he goes in for a high five and she leaves him hanging like and just walks away or something so then like the neighbors are having a stare down with nyla and james james is like inclined to believe that the noise was from whatever they were watching like again i don't think he is completely unaware that she knows what like they could be up to he's not he's just trying to keep her calm
1: yeah he just doesn't want her to go and like deal with it because she's you know, as Gray apparently said last episode, 11 yeah. months
0: pregnant. <laughs> so I mean, she is, like, in labor. Like, yeah. yeah. So then Lucy, Lucy, love her, she stops by to see Nyla and, you know, asks for advice on UC school. She brings food along with, like, some other things to help with labor. And Nyla, you know, quickly turns the conversation around and she's like, you know, wh- what do you think about that house across the street? And Lucy's like, oh, I didn't really, like, pay attention to it. Like, I mean, it looks like a fine house or whatever. And so Lucy then asks again if she should say yes to UC school, and Nyla's like, I'm sorry, what? And so James answers for her, and, you know, just tells Lucy, like, say yes, okay, bye. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally shuts the door. I was like, oh. I like, oh, poor Lucy. But, like, also they have much bigger things to worry about right now. Yeah. Like, Besides the la, I mean, between the labor and then whatever is going on across the street. Like, they have much bigger things to worry about. So then Nyla's, like, back up in the bedroom. This woman, I tell you, she, like, she had a whole pair of binoculars looking out the window across the street. And she sees one of the neighbors, like, standing outside, kind of, like, standing guard. And then, you know, he goes in and another guy, like, puts him and another guy, like, put a rug out into the trunk of the car. And it looks like there's a body in it. So she goes outside and waits for them to like go back into the house so she can go and search the car. Because even when this woman is in labor, she is not stopping being a cop. Um, so then like she, you know, sees the rug with the black trash bag and the jug of hydrofluoric acid. And she hears the guy come, the guys come back out. and Nyla like hides behind a bush. And she's pretty much in active labor now. Like her water at some point broke. And so then, you know, like James, James, again, best husband award, comes running out in just a towel across the street. At
1: first, I thought they were shorts. (laughs) Just the way they were on, like the way the towel was on. I (laughs) thought they were shorts. Then he turned around. I was like, nope, that's a
0: towel. (laughs) I was I was waiting for the comedic moment where like the towel just drops or something. (laughs) I was just like, I'm just waiting for it. So then, you know, like, James is like, oh, you know, our cat got out, like, you know, we just, we are hoping that we find her and everything. And he's trying to distract him so that Nyla can get out of there, which, I mean, it was was funny when he was, like, running back and he was, like, waving and he's like, thanks again! Like, yeah. Like, oh, James, we don't deserve you. So then, like, he's back in the house, Nyla comes in and she's like, don't lecture me because my water just broke. So, then Nyla Again, she can't let this go. She calls Gray across the street uh, or about the house across the street. And she wants him to look into the neighbors. And, you know, she's like, they're messing with my birth plan. Like, I'm just asking for a quiet labor and it's not happening. So she explains what she found, um, but it was all without a warrant. So Gray's like, I'll run the homeowner and I'll know the associates, but like you focus on having the baby. And if I find anything, I'll get in touch. So... Nyla and James like continue working through her contractions and then the security alarm app goes off and it's like detecting a window open downstairs and then the lights go out because why wouldn't they so Nyla's like get my gun out of the safe like get it right now um and,
1: and James was like whoa wait, wait, wait. and she's like get me my damn gun
0: yeah and he's I'm like you're fully around. dilated and she's like i don't care just get me the damn gun um, but then like he grabs the baseball bat because he's going to go and check it out so he grabs the baseball bat, searches around only only to be tackled to the ground he takes the guy down too they're like fighting Nyla hears everything and then like I don't know, she saw a shadow or something and so then we end up seeing the other neighbor like walk up and into the bedroom with a flashlight and a gun but there's no sign of Nyla like he's looking in the bathroom he even goes over to the closet and again, no sign Like, she would be in that pool. Guys, she literally rises from the pool. And, like, the music playing was, like, horror movie music. And, I mean, the look on her face, everything was just chef's kiss. And she, like, has her gun raised and she demands that he drops his, obviously. And then she's like, I'm in here giving life, but I will take yours even if you even twitch. And We don't see anything more from James and Nyla, but, like, we do see Gray pull up, and then we hear gunshots come from, like, the top bedroom. And Gray, like, of course, busts into the house, takes the guy on top of James out, and then James, like, runs up to Nyla. And he finds the guy that she shot on the ground still alive, compressing his wound. Um, And she's holding the baby with her gun still pointed at the guy, and she's just like, it's a girl. Like, that's all that she needed to say.
1: <laughs> it was
0: too yeah. good. It too reminded good. me that of, like, the cold open when
1: uh, she and John got, like, the glitter. Gender reveal, yeah. on them, yeah. And they were like, they're having twins. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, delivered it similarly. <laughs>
0: yeah. In
1: that, like, I mean, there was still a little bit, obviously, more, like, emotional inflection in right. her voice. But still, it was just like, it's a girl
0: like you know like yeah. i did all this like hi welcome to the party <laughs> like where have you been yeah. uh but exactly. i mean even her face like her lips were pursed and everything and she kind of like tilted her head like look at this is what i did like what yeah. did you just do mm-hmm. so good Oops. then at the end of like their storyline we see james nyla and baby harper murray because like we don't have her name um, I mean I think Harper would be a really cute name for her, like mm-hmm. but um then Angela walks in and you know Gray just tells her like she was right about the body and Angela says that Nyla definitely has the best childbirth storyline. And Nyla's like, Oh, but you have the whole Guatemala thing. She kind of battles her on that and James is like, just accept the crown. Like just just accept it at this point. And um so then Nyla's like, I'm not doing any more investigations while I'm on maternity leave. Like Unless an escaped convict comes into my mommy and me class, then I'll have no choice. But other than that, no investigations. And that's kind of where we leave Nyla and James. Like it was, it was a good episode. And I liked how we got to see more of a focus on them because we hadn't seen like a lot of focus on a Nyla storyline since. I don't know. I would say season two when she came in, but I mean, there was definitely moments in season three mm-hmm. and four. But yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. that is it for Nylon James. What about like was- really, like just you know, like the first promo when we
1: first saw everything? They made it seem like Rosalind did that, you know. Yeah. And I was just like,
0: wow, they really like played us good. Yeah. So, like, we never got, like, an actual, like, 502-specific promo. Like, after 501, we got more of, I mean, like, a what's coming of in did. season 5. It was, like, just the stuff
1: about Nyla and James. Like, it didn't yeah. really have anything with, like, John and Aaron or...
0: Yeah. But, like, we totally thought that even. the Nyla and James stuff was going to happen, like, in the first episode. Yeah, but,
1: like, you definitely. know how,
0: like, for 503, we got, like, the like specific 503 promo after this episode like we never Mm -hmm. got like a 502 loan promo like it was always like either this is what's coming up in season 5 and like 502 was mixed in with that which is fine or the 501 promo and 502 was like mixed into that it was just kind of odd but Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah
1: um so for Lucy and Chris I like that they kind of like well I guess they didn't technically end the episode but they started the episode I was just glad I mean obviously like the promo photos for 503 came out prior to like this 502 airings and we yeah everyone knew that like Chris was okay um I was glad he was okay um I just yeah like I just breathed a huge sigh of relief um for that um because like lucy's helping him like inside her apartment after he um came home from the hospital um she got a new sofa which you know cool um and they're like gonna settle in to watch tv and i just thought that title sequence was so cool like that they turn on the tv like almost breaking the fourth wall kind of with it um and then you just hear the rookie uh or see the title card so I fun. feel like if
0: it's not already a gift it definitely needs to be I feel I like I've it seen is. it as a gift but yeah it
1: yeah it was just uh that was just good um and like obviously like Lucy's still like you know she's like not like fussy over him but just like just wanting to like you know just do everything like with him and for him just because, you know, she's obviously still like blaming herself, even though Chris is like, you know, you really you shouldn't, you know, because it's like he, you know, he's here, he's okay, you know, like they're, you know, they're gonna be okay. Um and so I just thought it was funny though that like their kiss was interrupted by the recruitment officer showing up
0: at like door. And her door was left open. Yeah, which was kind of odd to me, but I was like, well, she just wanted to get him comfortable.
1: Yeah. hmm Um, and so this the recruitment officer came to ask Lucy about uh joining their like UC school in uh Sacramento, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and she, you know, is like, oh, you know, thanks, you know, for you know, like this offer like i'll have to think about because i have some stuff going on in my personal life um you could kind of you wonder what i just thought of though because like okay so like chris hears that because obviously like you see a little bit of that like um what lucy says like register on his face yeah of like oh i'm the personal stuff um but then Chenford takes like two more steps outside of her door, and magically, we're supposed to maybe think that he didn't hear right. Anything. And, <laughs> like, again, wow. and again,
0: And again, the door is left open. Yeah. Or, like, why are we leaving the door open? Wow. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Oh gosh. Maybe that'll come back around. I don't know. But I just now thought of that. I was like, whoa. Like he <laughs> take two more steps and magically, yeah, you can't hear.
0: I'm thinking the door was left open, like, for the camera purposes or whatever. I don't know. Maybe. But, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of odd. Was, but, like, uh, yeah, also, was what was weird was, like, there was no mention of Rosalind still, like, being on the loose. Like, it was just like, yeah. okay, well, we've kind of forgotten about Rosalind, like, still being on the loose here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna say, obviously, it's gonna come back around, like, for next episode, so yeah. Maybe they're just kind of you know like okay we gotta you know like usher Chris back in you know and kind of yeah. get, get him that established yeah yeah,
0: yeah because yeah. my theory about tomorrow was debunked by the five hundred three <laughs> photos well they
1: just like they had just added those because okay. like they Which, were thank God yeah yeah I just oh my God those photos sorry if you guys hadn't actually seen them on Twitter hopefully you had but it's like a um like welcome home lucy like party kind of i guess that they They released
0: today when we're recording this so yeah yeah
1: and they had fake
0: mustaches on someone was like oh that's cute like they're undercover too and i was like oh yeah i never thought about that i I don't oh my god it's just so funny I wonder why those were, like, released later, because there was I only, what, know. two photos? Yeah. Like, were they thinking that it was gonna, like, spoil Chris not being okay? Or being fine? Because, like, we had the well, photos, that doesn't make sense. photos Yeah, I, that doesn't,
1: I was like, wait. So maybe it was the Tamara thing? Maybe? Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know, but maybe they were just, like, lost, and, you know, they found them, <laughs> and were like, here. I don't, I don't know, but it was just yeah. kind of weird to me. <laughs> Usually they release, like, extra promo photos, like,
1: after after the episode. yeah yeah um but anyway sorry we got a little sidetracked (laughs) um and so like obviously Lucy's like well I gotta think about it um but you know I just thought it was good that like you know Chris like kept like encouraging her to do it um because it's a good opportunity and like we saw I guess the like of the other preview um of, like, later, like, he's kind of poking around the site and, like, telling her all the cool things, like, you have, you know, you have to do this, um, and, you know, like, she's, like, I'm not leaving you alone, um, but I appreciated that he was, like, well, if you're staying out of guilt, like, you shouldn't, um, because, I mean, that's, like, that's, like, true, but, like, I don't know, it was just interesting that, like, coming from Chris it didn't like the you know get like she shouldn't feel bad or like shouldn't feel yeah. guilty like she got she like pushed back more against that than she did when like Tim says something similar yeah so I just thought that's kind of interesting Um, I was not expecting I was not expecting the like Chenford's scene like I, yeah. I don't know why. I just really wasn't like I don't know, um. But it's like I don't know, like because Chris, I guess, ended up calling Tim and telling him about Lucy getting into the UC school. I don't know why Lucy wouldn't tell Tim that, but of course she hasn't That's actually like, been at the station. And yeah, I was gonna say really. they haven't
0: they have no. seen each other
1: yeah i guess but still i was just like okay this is like weird but then parallel of like ashley calling lucy to ask about kojo
0: yeah and now you
1: got <laughs> chris calling tim to tell him something yeah. about lucy except that
0: yeah. was something like personal and chris is like listen lucy has this opportunity she should take it but she's not going to like yeah
1: yeah yeah but um we would love to see it so, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I just thought it would just, you know, just Tim showing up and like, you know, asking how, you know, how Chris is doing. Cause yes, Chris is on the couch again, um, <laughs> in this moment. And like, I think people posted about it on Twitter, like his, like, um, like plastered on smile (laughs) when you know he was like lucy's taking good care of me i'm like good for chris but also i'm like oh tim sorry yeah yeah (laughs) like that sucks (laughs) um and oh gosh it was just yeah like i said i wasn't expecting the like chenford moment
0: so i uh I hear you're on the fence about going to UC school. Chris called you? Yeah, which was unexpected. Uh, he wanted me to talk to you. That's not the right time. He's gonna be fine. You owe it to yourself to go. I know, but- What happened to him isn't your fault. We were about to- But we didn't. We didn't. Are you trying to get rid of me as your gopher?
1: No. No, I'm trying to look out for you.
0: It's time for you to move on. And some time away would be good. It's a great
1: opportunity, Lucy. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You should go for it. But just, you know, it's just so nice, because it's, like, their, like, expressions, like, mirrored each other um, in, like, their kind of like there are words that they could have said but they didn't Mm -hmm. um but obviously there was technically an admission of like you know pent-up feelings that were going to be like acted on yeah (laughs) like so because it wasn't like a um you know like it wasn't a outright like denial like usual like it was just a yeah we were going to but um it, yeah just yeah um and I just thought it was kind of funny because like their tone of voice like changed a little bit like or I guess volume I guess is the word I'm looking for but still like how Chris is maybe I mean maybe he did hear I don't know maybe we you know because we don't actually know if yeah. what he heard or didn't hear but just I just it's it's comical to me that they take you know two more steps Mm -hmm. outside still don't think to close the door and yet you know he may or may not have heard that yeah but even still though he wouldn't really know what they're talking about but like i don't know it's just it's all of that just there's
0: just little things that are interesting to me about that whole exchange yeah well and like the way that like tim's voice cracked lucy had tears in her eyes like tim did i was like i am literally so unwell right now so yeah. unwell so
1: yeah cause like but like I said like their expressions were similar like their voices like changed like there's a lot of weight behind the words that they're saying they just you know don't want to like fully admit like the reason behind yeah. that I think and so I think someone it might have been Nikki that was like you know Tenford like broke up without actually yeah. dating yeah. Um, so it's kind of kind of how it is um, yeah. and ju- yeah I mean just you know they can't really be any more obvious right. about it because it's like well I mean Tim could like deny it to Angela I guess because I she mean tried he kind of already did yeah to like you know interrogate him and and you know get it out of him like you know well why were you there she, and he's, like, yeah, just dropping her off. Like, you know, he's, like, I just want to sit here and eat this burrito. Like,
0: I don't want to talk about this anymore. She, that was, like, the vibe. She is going to get it out of him, though. Like, you cannot lie to Detective Angela Lopez. Like, she is going to get that out of him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but, you know,
1: Tim and Lucy can deny it to each other, apparently. Uh-huh. Even though they didn't really, but
0: still, it's not yeah all the way you know it's not all the way there yet i mean they're they like, were yeah they were basically confessing that like they were gonna like hook up yeah <laughs> to each other so they're like they're like 98 percent there yeah it's not 100 yeah they just need like two more steps to get there and then yep. they're good yeah and if it, that means that tamara angela jenny bradford literally anyone has to <laughs> push them together then yeah. that's what it takes.
1: Especially uh, given the like Jenny stuff,
0: which was also a surprise. Well, yeah, I was surprised. I didn't. Same. It, <laughs> it no. was funny because our friend M um, was like, I wonder what episode like Jenny Bradford comes back. And then, like, I see her in the preview because I was live tweeting last night. I was like, I wonder why she's in the preview unless they're bringing mm-hmm. up like Tim's dad again mm-hmm. for some yeah. odd reason. And then we see Jenny and I was like, oh my God, Emma literally manifested that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but kind of jumping over into the Tim and Jenny stuff, uh, there wasn't much, but like Jenny Bradford's back um, and this time it's to sell their childhood home. So, you know, Tim's just like, just sell the house. Like, hopefully we'll get a half mil each from it. And Jenny's like, not so sure about it. Like, she's kind of nostalgic. She's wanting to make sure that it goes to the right person um and then at the end of the episode jenny is like waiting for tim in the parking garage and she tells him that she hasn't been completely honest um and he guesses like he assumes that it's about the phone call from this from the morning when like he walked up to the um house and you know she was on the phone and so she's like yeah rob and i are having a hard time like we're getting a divorce um and she says really like it's for the best um but she like quickly turns the conversation back to the house and you know Tim's like you're feeling nostalgic like you want to just sell it to the happy family and she's like well it's I really want to just sell it to the highest bidder because divorce lawyers aren't cheap and I need to cushion the landing into single momhood so um Tim's kind of like on board with that and you know he's like so is Rob moving out and she's like no actually I am and I was thinking of moving to LA if that's Cool with you, and Tim's like, It's a great idea. So they hug, and we're gonna be seeing more of Jenny Bradford, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I for whatever reason almost thought that like she bought the house, and that's like what she wasn't gonna tell him. Oh, you thought okay, good. I was like, Am I reaching? Because she was always the one that was like, But it's our childhood home. I was thinking
0: that too. I was thinking that too. That or like she was kind of like stalling around with it and she was like oh well I want to buy it. Like that's what I was thinking and I was still kind of thinking that. Like of her saying well I want to either put in an offer on it or you know like I don't want to sell it. I just want to keep it. So yeah. yeah.
1: I was I kind of I kind of forgot that she like was married. (laughs) Like I kind of forgot I knew I remembered like the Kids, but i kind of forgot about the like marriage part wow yeah. bradford's don't have a good they don't ra- wow
0: they don't oh, that's sad i'm sad because, for them. because even jenny was like can you just give me a hug because i'm like i just you know said that i'm getting a divorce and like i'm really not fine or whatever Aww. and i was like oh tim knows i mean his situation was a little bit different but like he knows yeah so, yeah. And then we did have a little bit on Wesley because the man has made it. Um, you know, from the preview, like, we know that it's been at least a week since 501. Um, so it's, like, his first day at the DA's office. So I'm assuming that it was a Monday then. I don't know. Um, Presumably. But, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's walking into the DA's office. Like, the man has made it. He's got his own office, which he did before. Yay! um
1: new office space though I'm excited I was yeah. like so giddy I was like oh my gosh new office space <laughs> like yay
0: and, and his name was on the window I mean it's yeah. not very big we should make it bigger but like his name's on the window and there's a lot of case files on his desk so Del Monte like you know it's like here's all of your case files just you know go through them let me know what we should pr- um pursue. And so, like, Del Monte checks in on Wesley about the cases, and Wesley's like, yeah, I'm done. I got the gist of them. And Del Monte's not too thrilled about what Wesley's doing, which is knocking down charges when violent crime is on the rise. And Wesley, you know, he's determined to see the best in people. And so, Del Monte, like, reminds him that they didn't hire him so that he could give everyone a free pass. So that kind of, like, knocks Wesley's, like, confidence down. But then Angela comes through and calls him and you know, so like he helps on their case, um, yeah. And then at the end, Angela and Wesley are like walking to the car in the parking garage, and you know he was like, "Oh, I was worried that it was gonna be weird working on the other side, but it might just work out." And Wesley's like, "I think I found my niche, like you know, taking down crooked cops." Mm-hmm. And Angela's like, "Don't get too excited." Um, and so I assume that she like slapped him on the butt or something. I don't know, but like, okay, oh, I completely stop. missed that. I did too on my first watch, but second watch I was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Go off, Queen!" Like, you know, that's your man. So, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that was about it for like the rookie storyline. So on
1: that note, apparently, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it was
1: like it was good. Like we got like a lot of, like I don't know, everything just felt like really like fleshed out. And, like, uh-huh. the like, you know, side storylines still had a lot of, you know, like, detail.
0: Yeah. And it feels like it definitely set up for the rest of Season 5. Or mm-hmm. at least the first half of Season 5. Yeah. Like, Wesley doing the DA's office thing. Tim and Jenny. You know, Angela and Nyla's, like, friendship. And John becoming, like, a T.O. So. Yeah. And then whatever the heck happens with Rosalind. Yeah, and Chenford. We're gonna get so much Chenford angst, like it's not even funny at this point, but also like give it all to me because I'm ready.
1: Yeah.
0: Ready. Um, and we did have some listener thoughts. You guys had a lot to say about this episode, so we'll get into those before we move on to the rookie feds. Mm-hmm. You wanna take it away with Valerie's?
1: Yeah, so Valerie had said, um, it was a great episode, loved loved all of it. Um oh she was <laughs> yeah but the writers missed a golden opportunity for john to say welcome to the arrest as aaron ran up yeah being all out of breath yep
0: yeah um <laughs> ricarda had said because jenny will move to la i hope for some new scenes with her future sister-in-law um and then she said timothy shouldn't lie to detective lopez she knows what's going on with chunford she also said uh, can't wait to see photos of jack and angela in wesley's new office Literally the day that he puts a photo of Baby Jack on his desk, uh-huh. I might actually combust. I don't remember if he had that in the old office, but like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ricarda had said, you know, if Roslyn wanted to kill Chris, she would have done that. Um and the Chenford scene was so heartbreaking. Lucy will definitely need some time to understand that Tim wants what's best for her. Yeah. I think that's honestly why. Tim had said that like you know that that hurt him a lot to say that to her of like she needs to like move on well
1: because like he didn't look back when he walked away he just
0: walked away oh I feel like if he had looked back when he walked away like he wouldn't have been able to do it yeah but like it kind of parallels when she was like you know you could just tell me that you want me to be your aide, like because he didn't he knew that that would be a demotion for her, or like a sign of a demotion. Like, he just wants what's best for her and he just wants to help her grow. I'm like, oh, what a man! Yep. Um, so M had said
1: that uh, 502 is amazing, Niall Harper was such a badass. Uh, she loved James so much in this episode, and uh, glad we finally got to see them interact this way because, like. The last time we saw them was like 4: 18 for like their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like briefly in the season five premiere uh with the Gurney situation. Um okay. so excited to see um or to find out what they name uh their baby and like wish um we could get to see their whole family together. And uh also M is like, we need a
0: play date with uh, Lila and Jack soon. all that'd be kind of fun. I know. The new baby and Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charlene had said last night was mind blowing. She had used that emoji with like the like blown mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said that Nyla is a badass mama who will do what it takes. She said that Wopez is cont- gonna continue to be fabulous, which like, yes, mm-hmm. give me all of the Wopez goodness. Um and she said, My heart is hurting for Chunford right now. I have to believe that Tim is starting to understand his feelings, but that Lucy needs to be set free. Yeah. Yeah. I also think that Lucy's coming to the realization too. Like she has to be after the end of this episode. And then like in 501, you know, when she was like, oh, well, it's just an intimate act. Like we would be dead inside if we didn't feel this way. Like I have to believe that she's coming to realization too but she's not going to be one of the first ones to admit it. Like, it's got to be Tim that does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Elora um, was like... Uh, it was amazing. She loved uh, Nyla and James's storyline. And we love a dramatic rookie baby arrival. Yeah. There... Yeah. Every, dramatic entrances are you know always a fun thing yeah uh they said chenford will be the death of me i know they're setting up for this season and pushing them apart so they can fall back together at the right time but oh it hurts her heart same yeah just like just yeah just their faces but you know eric and melissa will not you know steer steer the ship uh in the wrong direction so they got this
0: guys (laughs) Um Bonnie had said that Nyla was a badass and she's surprised that she didn't murder James for not listening to her like happy wife happy life. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Nyla just she knew that James was trying to keep her calm and so like he was just saying these things to try and do that, but like she's not yeah. stupid. Like she knows. Um Bonnie also said that the Chenford scene at the end made her sad. Um, Lucy probably thinks that Tim changed his mind and doesn't want her whereas like Tim thinks that Lucy's happy with Chris Um, and she said also the writers need to stop hurting Lucy I hate seeing her upset Uh, she also needs a friend to talk to Tim isn't a good option right now Jackson is no longer around Tamara is off at college and then Nyla and Angela have their own lives so like who's going to be that friend Um, and bonnie was hoping that they'd pick back up on the lucy and Thorson friendship that we got a hint of last season but lucy literally has no one to talk to about what's going on plus rosalyn on the loose plus guilt over chris and tim um she says she always listens to others issues why can't someone do the same for her we're only two episodes in i feel like we could very well see lucy and Thorson together again
1: mm-hmm.
0: like because they'll both be p2s and they have to ride with someone especially if Lucy's not Tim's aide, so I don't know. Um, Bonnie also shared that Alexi said Lucy would spiral and this stuff with Tim probably serves as that spark for the spiral. Um, And her last thought was, it was a great episode, though, for the rookie and really felt like season two with the balanced storylines, for sure. Yeah, it definitely felt like everyone had a shared amount of screen time.
1: Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Karen said uh I liked that they showed Nolan and Thorson on patrol. Uh she prefers that to some of the crazy storylines. Yeah, it was like just everything just like flowed nicely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Tess said, I'm so excited that Jenny is moving to LA and that we'll get to see more of her. Her relationship with Tim is really sweet, and I also feel like Lucy could use a friend right now. Um and I need Jenny and Angela to meet because I feel like they'd get along as well and then they can constantly pester Tim about Lucy. There's a lot of ways in which Jenny's character could fit into the group well um, and she even threw in that no one could even help her with her new house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely.
1: Uh, Blessed Turtle said Harper was a badass as usual. Um, and she was like, are you kidding me with that shot of her emerging from the water? Wow. Yeah, it was just, it was so well done. Um, loved seeing Gray and Nolan reflect on how far they've come. Uh, although I do wish Nolan could have struggled a bit training Thorson, but it's fine. From the 503 promo, it's pretty obvious the struggle is coming for him, like with the new rookie. And uh, they can't wait to see, like, what happens with that mm-hmm. and Tim and Lopez were amazing. Uh she's gonna torture him about his feelings. Um and like watching like how he is reacting that's gonna be like so much fun. Yeah. Um and then um glad that we're gonna get more Jenny uh Bradford maybe she can join uh, Angela and Tamara on the, oh, on the Tenford Express, <laughs> yeah, um, Chris was actually supportive of UC school, which, uh, which, uh, they were not expecting, um, oh, <laughs> he he's making it so hard to hate him, he's such a good guy, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he's, you know, like, just doing all the things that, like, are, like, you know, like, good, boyfriend things but just you know like might you know like she said like might be unexpected for some yeah that just weren't you know of course who am i kidding no one saw no one saw the 501 ending coming either so it's like you know you really don't know what they're gonna do um anyway the last thought um said uh lastly we have tim and lucy they only had the one scene in this episode and that was uh all that was needed the angst is gonna uh,
0: hurt so good this season and the payoff will be glorious yep mindy had said this was a great episode and nyla was so badass and Angela is right she does have the best birth story um she also said that james should become a doula because he knows his stuff um that would be a really funny like comedic storyline i don't know it if really i see would. it playing out a whole lot but that would be really funny mm-hmm. um and then aaron's book, when no one asked him where he was was hilarious um for some reason it rubbed me the wrong way though when he said Nolan was his favorite to yeah i i, I don't you know go. i just thought it was weird i just <laughs> yes. thought it was weird like yeah Um, She also said, I think that Del Monte might be regretting hiring Wesley, and I hope that next time we see Wesley's office, he puts some family pictures. Lopez makes a great crime-stopping team, and not even Angela can resist him in a suit. I mean, listen, I don't blame her. So, (laughs) Um, Mindy also said that she thought Chris was supportive of Lucy and calling Tim was what she needed to make her decision. Uh, the episode leads me to believe that he might let her go to Tim in a few episodes without too much of a fight. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're only two episodes in, so we're gonna just have to see how this plays out, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I hope I'm gonna say this person's name right, Dacia. Dacia. Um, oh, Dacia yeah. Sorry. Um, They said, Nyla Harper is a badass and a queen. All these Nyla Harper comments. Yay, I'm loving this. Um, Delivering a baby and shooting a suspect at the same time. Kudos to her. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, Also loved the interaction with Nolan and Thorson. Really liked how he complimented Nolan at the end on his teaching style. Cannot wait to see... Uh, Nolan with his new rookie the next episode.
0: Yes. Um, Janine had said that both Erica and Melissa did a good job with did an awesome job with that, just that one scene and it really admitting that they were going to do something. Um, Like that was the only scene that we needed for Chenford. Um, she really thinks that if it didn't happen and they were together that like they would have broken up with Chris and Ashley and tried to be together and that's really her like ideal way of them getting together um because like cheating isn't necessarily what all of us want but like if they broke up with their significant others like it would be fine um and then she said Angela and Tim need to team up more often because the two best friends were just amazing together um and she said her favorite part was Angela calling them Calling them out, and the only thing would have that would have been better was if she had said the famous line, "You are a lying liar who lies." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And she said, "Let's talk about Tim Bradford's moves to take down that suspect." Because wow, literally, same. And the guy was like so close to Tim, I was like, "Dude, back up!" A bit. I
1: don't know what it is with like guys; they like get so close to each other and like in each yeah. other's face. It's so. Like, bizarre to me, but I mean, you know, it's like dramatic and you know, yeah. all that. So, no so then,
0: more. um, Janine also said, Jenny Bradford, how we missed you. She was hoping that she would message Lucy and ask how she was. Um, and I know that she had like a lot on her mind with selling the house and the soon to be divorce. Um, but she's excited to that she's going to be moving closer to Tim so we can see her in more episodes. Um, Janine's also hoping that between Jenny and Angela hopefully they can get Chenford back on track yeah um and then she said Nyla is the definition of a badass mama nobody was gonna hurt her hubby or her baby and Sergeant Gray coming to the rescue like just love that man and he needs to be on the field more yeah same so do we have any other notes on the rookie before we dive into feds i don't think so all right let's go into feds because like man we just (laughs) we're only gonna like kind of like briefly go over it because like obviously it's already been a week since the first episode but like this show i love this cast already so yeah it's
1: so good and like oh my god they're just it's so good and i'm so
0: oh it just makes my heart happy (laughs) yeah literally the way that everyone had started shipping laura and brendan after one episode like that's how you know that we're all down bad like yeah. alexi holly knows what to write to make us ship characters like right off the bat yep i was well, also like, excited
1: yeah well and like my whole thing is just like because like i had put that in my wish list right yeah. and so my whole thing was just like you can't put like two pretty people like that just like in the cast and expect yeah. me not to like ship
0: them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like you just can't. Um
0: I yeah, was just yeah. excited because like obviously we hadn't watched the rookie live from episode one. So like now, like we're gonna get to like watch feds from like episode one, literally mm-hmm. titled day one. So yeah. yeah, it's exciting.
1: Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start with uh simone clark and you know she's trying to prove herself um but she, she i don't know it was just like a good like because she's kind of like you know like yes the whole thing with the terrorist is like acknowledged from like their rookie but still like she really is like still just kind of starting from the ground and has yeah. to work her way up again yeah um but it starts off um simone is arriving in la um from DC. Um and like John's there. Yeah, John is there to greet her and like help her with her bags and stuff. She's nervous about her first day and you know it's like as, you know, as a black woman you can't rest on your laurels and like you have to be ready to prove yourself every day and like armor up. Um and John had said that if she needs someone to armor up next to her then you know he's there. Um and it was just good like you know because like while Simone's working even though it's initially not like what she thought um yeah. she's still using her skills like that she had from her guidance counselor like prove herself like she's slipping through the files like really easily and like yeah. she's able to just like just you know just study like from studying people for so long and interacting with people she's just able to like notice how you know some of these applications look good and others don't um it just kind of sucks though that like she was like shut down so soon with like trying to point out that like the the one guy that was like going from an engineer and now is applying for a janitor job is like you know she thought it was odd but you know the like her her temporary new boss that's not garza um you know it's like yeah well you know it's okay like you know just doesn't even really give it like a second thought yeah um but you know she's not easily deterred she's you know she's charming she is persuasive and she uses that to her advantage um and she follows her gut too yeah mhm I mean, it also helps that she knows people in the LAPD, you know, like John and Angela. Um, I thought it was cool. We got to see Angela, like, you know, interrogate the guy with Simone. Um, I just thought it was funny, though, when like Angela calls and like, well, John said you were, you know, like a part of this, you know, team. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, do I need to call someone else? She's like, no, 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 I'll be over in like, you know, five minutes. It's fine. Um, like she, you know, she's managed to kind of like fib her way uh, into yeah. that, um, and it was just cool because it's like she is confident and like it that doesn't really like it doesn't waver very easily, yeah. Too. Like, um, and just she knows she's very resourceful. Um, you know, like she she texted John for backup in the episode as well which I thought was you know she just like thinks on her feet kind of and just yeah. she has lots of skills which is like I'm glad she you know ended up where she ended up because it's like all of these things like just like culminate really nicely and like yeah Jennifer, you're gonna touch on it a little in a little more detail like later but it's just like you know she's continually showing how like good she'd be in the specialized unit instead of yeah. the the background check unit, which side note I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, yeah, no. I didn't know that they had one like unit or
0: like team of people working on exclusively going through all those files. I mean it makes sense because they've like more bureaus and stuff like all yeah. across the country, but I didn't think about it. No. like it, it makes sense though. But yeah. yeah, um, yeah, no, I like how she's unapologetically like herself too. Yeah, like she's like, I'll ask for forgiveness later, but like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and do this now. So, yeah. yeah, um, but we did have like a main case, uh, with the federal engineer, and so like Garza is asking Tracy how like DC was, um, and she's like, you know, it, it was frustrating. And she starts to talk to him about, like, the special unit and how counter it is to the FBI ethos. And is like, well, the Bureau needs an upgrade. And that's why it's important to have the special unit. Like, less process, more police work. And guards tells Tracy that the Bureau needs a rapid response unit that can jump in on fast-moving cases. And Tracy's like, what you're trying to do is a threat. Um and then she throws in that, like, she might be a little less concerned had he not picked Laura and Carter to join the team. And Garza stands up for them, saying that they're experts in their field and out-of-the-box thinkers. Um, and I love that, like, he was standing up for them. Like, because at this point, we hadn't seen, like, a whole team, like, mm-hmm. interaction. Um, so it's just assumed that, like, he's talked to them before. Um like before this interaction with Tracy. And so then Tracy like tells Garza that if his unit screws up in any way, like she'll shut it down. So, and then we see Simone and Brendan like enter the bullpen and like Carter and Laura walk up to them. And, you know, we find out that Laura and Brendan are partnered up. Um, and it turns out that Laura, Brendan and Carter are all going to be in the special investigative unit. And Simone's unfortunately not like, you know, background check unit. Um, and she, like, sees Garza, she wants to get everything ironed out, but, like, turns out that it's true. Um, So Garza, like, starts briefing the three on the case, and we find out that it's a murder case that they caught from LAPD. Um, And Brendan, I thought that this was a really, like, good parallel and callback. Like, he had a moment, just like the other rookies did, when, like, they saw a dead person for the first time. And mm-hmm. he just kind of, like, got, like, a little, like, woozy. It wasn't even like he had seen the dead person like at the crime scene. It was pictures. Um, So that was a little different. But like I do like how they kind of called that back and like brought that back into like the rookie feds. Um, And Laura doesn't miss the trick. Like she notices that. So then like they're driving to the crime scene she asks like what he's wearing. And he's like, oh, like, you know, I'm wearing Ted Baker this designer. And she's like, no, like I meant what are you wearing? Like the suit might have looked good on the red carpet, but like it's not appropriate for the field, and he's like, "Oh, is it too stylish?" And she's like, "No, it's too tight." And I was like, "Tight? Was like, why did you have that word?" I was like, "Where is this going?" <laughs> I
1: was
0: like, "I had no idea." I was like, am I gonna I like know. have to close my ears here? Like, what's <laughs> going on? Oh my god! But also, like, I loved how they were in the car together, and like, mm-hmm. obviously, it's not like a police car; like, it's a like swanky looking like scv yeah and she just looked like so tiny driving that i was like oh yeah i mean she is yeah i've watched yeah. her on so many other things she
1: is just like really like petite yeah. and, and tiny i loved but, it though yeah it was so cute um i just loved that like okay so you know how like niecy nash is always like you know cops have to be you know like cute to like yeah stop from or whatever i'm honestly kind of surprised that like simone like let brendan just like walk in on his first day in that suit like yeah i don't know maybe it's just you know i mean obviously for the storyline but still i was just like
0: oh my god you guys
1: are like friends and like you didn't really think to like you know give him some fashion advice yeah
0: i don't know She, she likes to be cute so i mean i could see like her thinking that that suit was like nice or whatever that's true i don't yeah. know if it like if it looks good but when laura was like it's too tight i'm like wait what like why are you thinking about that i don't know <laughs> like my mind is in the gutter or something apparently <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then um like she asks why he looked away from the crime scene She is a very blunt person like she, she really is, is not shining away she's not beating around the bush i love that um, and he just denies it. and she's like you know the biggest sin in the bureau is lying so like you might as well just tell me the truth and he's like you know I spent six years covered in blood on you know as a vampire cop so I have a little PTSD about it and she shuts that down quickly and she's like no it sounds like it's an aversion reaction and you're gonna have to get over it because you'll be seeing a lot more blood on the job and then like we go over to the crime scene and Smitty is there <laughs> and this man gives a rundown on like what they saw and then like he sees brendan and he fanboys over the vampire cop actor and he's like you know i loved your show like i watched every episode you know and carter's just like is this gonna happen a lot and brendan's like yeah probably except my fan base is usually a bit younger and smithy just like kind of recoils and he's just like take it back and i just love the way that like brendan was caught off guard and he's like uh yeah like this will probably happen um so then like smithy sees his chance obviously this man does not miss a trick, and he asks carter if he can have brendan sign an autograph because like brendan goes outside and stuff Mm -hmm. and carter's like what no like i'm not gonna have him sign that i so wish that we had seen carter's face in that moment because james blisher i know would have given a great expression yeah so then, like Simone, like Facetimes Brendan because he's like in the middle of like dry heaving over here. Like this man, you know, he's seen blood <laughs> he's and like,
1: like he's like not a good time. In the yeah. Of like, having, I'm having a moment here. Like,
0: no, thank you. So, like she needed a pep talk, and like she ends up helping him then. Like yeah. in that moment, mm-hmm. um, which one I just love how like they're BFFs. Like we yeah. saw a lot of their friendship in this episode. It was yeah. so good. So then, like, Brendan starts chasing after him, like, you know, hopping a fence, sliding across the car. And I was, like, first episode, like, I'm in love with Brendan Acres, Like, I really? am here for him. That That's yeah. it. So then, like, he ultimately takes down the suspect and then also rips his pants. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just too good. So yeah. then, like, Carter comes up. You know, Carter and Laura come up. And Carter, like, picks up Brendan's phone to see Simona on the other end. And she's, like, hey agent hope did like Brendan happened to catch the guy and Carter's just like I'm hanging up now
1: <laughs> yeah I like oh. how you could actually see like the FaceTime yeah and the cracked those.
0: phone screen did you notice yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: I just I don't know because like I guess I probably could have mentioned it at the beginning of like the you know like um, Brendan like fighting off the guy with a like a baseball bat at um yeah. Simone's school when she was going back you know to say bye to her her kids um yeah. like for her guidance counselor job how did he like how did he not like you know mess up his clothes like then cuz he was like right. swinging around and you know like fighting the guy like you know whatever yeah. i guess it just must have been like the like way that he did gravity. it i don't know yeah like yeah. i guess it's just interesting yeah like, the chain of events, I guess.
0: Yeah, his boxer choice was interesting too. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And then, like, Laura comes up and she's like, I knew that oh was going to happen. Like, oh yeah. my God. It I just thought it was so funny. funny. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So then, like, Laura, you know, says that they've struck out, like, the tattoo that they're looking for is in, in the federal database. So then, like, Simone enters and she shares the guy's name because, you know, she got it from LAPD. And Garza like gives her a pointed look and he's like, you know, how do you know that? And she's like, Listen, I could have lone Wolfed on this, but I'm a team player and I'm waiting for instructions on what to do next. Um yeah. and so I, like, oh What? It was so funny because he was
1: like she was like, Well, promise you're not gonna get mad. And he's like, No.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> like he didn't he didn't care. Oh, he was like It was
1: so good. Just oh my God.
0: I love how like well, Carter and Garza were like so blunt with her in this episode. Yeah, but you know, like she even shares that if she can have like an hour or so, like you know, she could get an address for him because she's part of a national network of guidance counselors. I didn't know that that was a thing. I mean, it might not actually be a thing, but like who knows? So then, like Garza and Laura are talking, like, cause they're like at the warehouse or building or whatever that like they said. Um, and Garza is just like what is Brendan wearing which are the fierce sweatpants and Laura's like why did you have to choose a half assed actor to join the unit out of all the probies and Garza's like Brendan's a chameleon and to think of all and think of all the undercover ops that we could run with him like you know you should like it'll be fine so then Garza asks Brendan like if he aced the computer course in the academy and Brendan like starts telling him more about like what he's done in the past like Job wise, not even like what he did in the academy, and mm-hmm. Laura's like, it was a yes or no question, like just answer yes or no. And she keeps it in line, which I'm like, I really like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was just because she,
1: she's so little, but she's fierce. She's yeah. like, it was not an invitation, Hollywood, to give it to a TED talk, like yeah. no, yeah. And he just, oh my god, and then he's just so like, sun shining is like, oh, sorry, like
0: he's so, oh my god, just they're. Great. Uh-huh. Literally, we started shifting them from, like, moment one that we saw them. Wow. Um. So then, like, Garza, you know, tells Simone that, like, scraping the suspect's skin for DNA was clever. Reckless, but clever. And Simone's like, does that mean, like, I'm working for you again tomorrow? And he's like, it depends on the results. So then... Like we, you know, kind of make it to the end of the day. Simone and Brendan are eating, surprised by the food truck, talking about their day, which was like another callback to the rookie. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it was so fun. I love it. And I almost wonder, like, was it the same parking lot, the same food trucks? Probably not, but like oh, a girl can dream, man. Yeah. So then Brendan's, you know, f- Brendan's like, I feel like I'm back in the academy, and Simone's like, me too. But we proved to them wrong before and we can do it again. And they do their little handshake. Like, we saw this twice now. Like, mm-hmm. in the episode. So good. And I just like how they
1: started off as friends. Like, we didn't need, like, a, yeah. you know, because I was thinking, like, oh, they're gonna meet, like, when they both get there or whatever. Yeah. So it was like, no, they both, like, came up in the academy, like, a quantum yeah. together and graduated, you know, just like, like the, you know, like the rookies on this rookie. Did. Yeah,
0: they're like another Lucy and Jackson. I mean, I feel like oh. I could say, like, Lucy and Nolan but like no we'll no. say Lucy and Jackson or like yeah. Jackson and Nolan maybe yeah Um. anything to avoid Lucy or whatever that was <laughs> so yes. so then um, yeah so, so he shares that like he made nine mistakes and you know he's like yeah I actually made nine like but who's counting and he's like but I did get some tea on my training agent Stenson and Simone's like spill the tea right now and so turns out that Garza's niece Elena gave him the lowdown and we get to hear a little bit more about Laura who was the youngest agent to ever be accepted into the behavioral science unit like she had a meltdown once she found out that like her fiance cheated with her BFF and Simone's like I can't believe that like she's out here like tracking down serial killers and she couldn't even like find a serial cheater that was right under her nose and so Simone's like, well, what about Carter? And Brendan's like, all I know is that the bosses all seem to respect him until it comes time for promotion. Like, he's been passed over for years. Um, so then, like, we cut over to Carter and Laura, and they're talking. They're, like, you know, having some fries or whatever, but they're not, like, out by the food trucks. They're, like, in the hall of the bureau or something. So Laura, like, shares that she gave Sam back the ring, and Carter's, like, the ultimate BFF, and is, like, legally, that ring is your property? Like, it's an implied gift. Um, and Laura's, like, I did it for my own emotional help. Like, I just need a closure. And so Carter's, like, what you need is a vacation, and that ring could have bought you one. And Laura's just, like, well, I can't take any more time off. Like, you know, my career is hanging on by a thread. And so Carter's just like, yeah, it's a good thing that you don't have a problematic trainee, which is interesting because like Simone wasn't even his trainee at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, yeah. so then like we see a little bit more about Carter. He like goes back to a hotel room and Tracy is waiting there for him. At this point, I legit thought that Tracy and Carter were like hooking up. I was like, Yeah, I just okay. yeah, I didn't like I don't know because I was just like, okay. This Tracy
1: person's, like, bugging Garza. Like, why is she, Mm -hmm. you know, like, going over
0: to Carter? Like, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting this, like, story, like, this subplot. Yeah. So it turns out that, like, Tracy wants Carter to be a mole to take Garza down in exchange for a promotion. And Carter's like, no, I'm not doing that. So Simone and Brendan, like, walk in the next day. She hopes that Carter can, like, put in a good word for her with Garza and it turns out that she's on the team and that they got a hit on the DNA. So I love how like at one point in the episode Simone had asked Carter like if she could drive, and Carter was like, no. Like you no, you yeah. cannot. Um, and I just love how they're all like so blunt with her. Um, but then like they get they're in the air to get Lennox and Tristan, and this is the first time that we see the jet, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and,
1: private
0: jet. Yeah. Which was that the same jet that was on the rookie in 501? I, I don't feel like think it was. So. I mean, maybe it might have been like, slightly like styled different
1: or just from the angles.
0: Well, I meant like the exterior of it. Oh, like, exterior. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like obviously the interior was probably a set or whatever. Yeah. Um, so they get in there to get Tristan slash Lennox and Laura's like giving a rundown on thieves. Like Lennox, who like to perfect their craft and you know. Anything that he targets next will be bigger and riskier. And Simone just shares that, like, some of her most troubled kids, um, it was less about what they were doing and more about what they weren't doing. And so she's like, you know, Lennox isn't breaking and entering. There's never been a sign of forced entry. So they come to the conclusion that he's got someone on the inside. And Simone's like, that janitor rushed background check that I had. Like, you know, I knew that there was something up with that. So there's a quote unquote fire in the federal building and Lennox's team responds as firefighters. So Simone's just like, Well, we should go after the money that shouldn't be traced, because even if we go after the money that is traced and they get it, like they're not gonna be able to spend it. So they come across Lennox's crew and the shootout ensues. Like we get a little moment between Brendan and Laura and she asks if his own blood like freaks him out. And so he's like, No. It doesn't. What does that psychologically mean? And she's like, it means that you're a weirdo. Like, these two with their, like, little banter. I'm so here for it. So Mm -hmm. here for it. So then Carter and Simone are still on the hunt and, like, come across a laser. And stepping over it, like, triggers an explosion. And so, like, just as Lennox and the team member, like, get up to the car the parking garage, Carter and Simone come up and, like, arrest them. So, I like how we had two badass, like little teams, and I hope mm-hmm. that we get to see more of them. Um, mm-hmm. so Laura, like, noticed Garza, like, taking a pill in the jet. Um, and at the end of the episode, like, she talks to him about it and she puts it all together, figures out that, like, he had a heart attack, and um, you know, he shares that, like, he had a stent put in, and that the information has to stay between them because, like, if he has surgery it'll be months of recovery and they'll shut the unit down. And like, he does not want that. And so he's like, you know, if you're concerned about my health, like you can help reduce my stress by training Brendan and train him. Right. Um, because the unit has to succeed. So then like at the end of the episode, we kind of, the end of the episode, like left us with a lot of like loose ends, which they'll set up for season one. I'm sure. Um, But, like, Brendan's agent calls him and, you know, she has a job for him with his dream director, but, like, we never actually see his response. Mm -hmm. And then Carter's going home when Tracy stops him and, like, brings up the job offer again, along with, like, his family marriage and family. And then, like, Brendan walks in and asks Laura what she thinks of his outfit, like, because I think we're supposed to assume that that's another day. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like, what do you want, an award for best dress? And he's like, no i mean it wouldn't be my first but and i think like at least at that point is when i started really shipping them because i was like Mm -hmm. all right i've had a full episode now to like love them and i do i need them together or at least like i don't know kind of bantering back and forth more yeah Mm -hmm. um and then we saw like carter and simone partnered up and you know simone was like so does that mean that i'm on the team and um you know, like, she's hoping that they'll help and teach each other. And he's just like, this is gonna be the longest, like, 18 months, so. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, their probationary period is 18 months there. Which, it makes sense, because they're feds, so they have more to learn, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of it for, like, the main case on feds. It was a lot, but it was also, like, the first episode. Like, we were setting the stage for it so
1: mm-hmm. yeah yep. um so we had a little bit on uh Cuddy and simone um simone's like staying with her dad until she can find a place that's like big enough for her and her boys when they like visit from college and while he doesn't mind that she's staying there he's like apprehensive about like his place in the community because like he's you know like a pillar for you know like almost like against the police like he's you know like his cause is like everything that like simone like stands for um and he's like i can't really do you know do any of my work if i have the you know police like right under my roof um and his worry is kind of like proven right when he has um a woman over who needed some legal help but then like Simone strolled in with her badge um on and uh the woman left in a hurry like and Cuddy was like essentially like I told you so like that this was gonna happen um and like she didn't obviously she didn't mean for it to happen but it just you know it just caused a little bit of tension between them just because they are on kind of opposite sides of this issue yeah um and i mean they do eventually mend things which is good um they had two conditions uh, according to cuddy he was like one like no badge or like you know gun in the house um because like in his house like she's his daughter not an fbi agent and two is for her to pick up dinner like locally to support like the eateries in town because you know he's a part of the community too so they're just you know like they're trying to forge that bond and like you know make it something that can work despite their differences Mm -hmm. so it's good hope to see more of it because yeah I just I I like knowing
0: backstory on characters so yeah I understand why he was like that but I was also like you're really gonna like not let her stay there when she's just getting her feet on the ground in LA. Like, I don't know. I, I understand it, but I'm also like, dude, that's, like, your daughter. I don't know. I mean, it's not like she's forcing her agenda, like, on him. But yeah. I also never really noticed the badge. Like, when she strolled in and, you know, she was like, oh, like, who's this lady? Mm-hmm. I I didn't notice it. And I watched the episode, like, three times. But I might have, I was, like, typing notes. So that could have very well been <laughs> why. But... Yeah. I don't know. Feds was really good. It was like a strong premiere, I thought. It was good. Yeah, was good. And they had done so much promo and like they still continue to do promo on like who the characters are and stuff. So I feel like we're definitely gonna like get to learn a lot of backstory on them. Um <laughs> but a couple of listeners did have thoughts. So Mindy had said she loved the first episode. She liked Simone more than she did in like the backdoor pilot. Um, and she loved Brendan. He seems more reserved than the other rookies that we've met, and I like that. He did seem really reserved. I was like, okay, I, and I think that's why I liked him so quickly because I was like, yeah. he doesn't seem like he's like out to be the best, at yeah. least not yet. Um, mm-hmm. And she said it'd probably be a much if he it'd probably bit be, be a bit much if he was as outgoing as Simone. Yeah. yeah. I agree.
1: Well I think like he was just trying to fly under the radar until he can kind of like mm-hmm. you know like just really prove himself as like an agent as opposed yeah. to like oh, okay I'm this actor that's trying to be an agent you know like he wants to just be like so legit.
0: Especially because like we saw Elena be like oh you know I loved you on Fire Cop and mm-hmm. then also like we saw Smitty being like that and you could tell like he was kind of thrown off when people yeah. were saying that even um, in the beginning, like when we saw him and Simona at you know, the high school that she was yeah. working at previously, like there was a student yeah. that went up to him and he's just kind of thrown off, like, this isn't what I'm doing now. So yeah. um Mindy had said she really hopes that everything is gonna be okay with Garza and he had a nice vibe. Um, and then she said Carter and Laura are awesome as well, along with Elena. And it did have some similarities to The Rookie, but I thought that they did a good job of mixing things up just enough. Same. Yeah. There Mm -hmm. were some similarities, but I was like, okay, I could separate the two. I wasn't like, oh my god, this is another rookie show. This is like Feds. Like there were, I don't know, more, like the show was just built a little different. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: The one thing I will say, though, is I kind of wish the title card was different, like the color scheme of the title card for feds, because like their like whole thing is kind of like purpley, orange, like warmer tone. And then like, well, I mean, I guess the rookie is now too, because they have the orange and yellow. But still, like, I don't know. I just kind of thought it was going to be like a slightly different color scheme for the title card. But that's just me being nitpicky. So yeah, it's so cool.
0: I feel like uh-huh. they're just trying to keep it, like, in brand, though. Yeah. But... Right.
1: Um, Alora had said, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Great cast of interesting characters, and I'm excited to see how it all plays out for them.
0: Yeah. M um, said that she already loves the team dynamic and was already attached to the characters. She's definitely looking forward to learning more about them and seeing each of them grow. Same. I'm excited because in the new episode that airs tonight, Tuesday, yeah. um, like, we're seeing Chenford obviously, in this yes. episode. And, like, the promo photos, we get Brendan and Laura and Chenford together. Like... That sent me. Like, you guys don't understand.
1: Like, my level of, like, excitement, like, I'm not even... It's not even, like, really just, like, the characters. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's, like, literally, like, the... All my favorite actors from different shows are, like, in the same scene and I'm, like, having
0: a moment. Yeah. It's so great. And then, like, we see, like, Brendan and Lucy, like, taking a selfie. I'm gonna need, like, the actual selfie of that. (laughs) And, like, Tim and Laura just, like, looking, like, disapprovingly. I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. And, I mean, even the promo for it looks really good, too. Mm -hmm. Like, someone's it's like, oh, he is packing, like, (laughs) so
1: yeah I was happy to be like proven wrong when I was saying because I honestly thought it would be like you know Tim and Carter were like bonding but nope Laura is just as no nonsense as you know Tim is and like training just because I didn't I didn't expect them to have like training agents at least not for like Brendan I don't know why though I just didn't really the training agents are
0: like teozo
1: yeah i just i don't know i just didn't i just wasn't putting it together like that
0: but yeah i i am excited to see how the rest of season one plays out though like because Mm -hmm. they've so much they could build on but yeah i don't know i guess we'll see we're like we're starting a new show and like we're getting like what we hope to be chenford era on the other so yeah (laughs) let's do this like what do you have 2022 2023 tv season like bring it on
1: so So. i'm like assuming are we supposed to be thinking that like this is like the rookie feds timeline is not exactly in line with the rookie because then obviously lucy's not going off to uc school or whatever if she's you know right like over the you know like Overhanging with the feds for a bit, like I because then, like you know, she and Tim are obviously interacting. That's right.
0: I know. Ne- I never thought about that. Maybe, maybe we'll get more clarification on the weird rookie timeline, or
1: let will just make you it more know. confusing. In which case, I just I'm gonna give up right now. But yeah, I'll be happy to be wrong again if that's you know
0: that is really <laughs> interesting because I mean, is it supposed to be believed that like. Rookie feds like Simone's first day was the same week as like the 501 stuff because it wasn't, was it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, and I
1: don't know because like they mentioned Garza, those so, and like they're aware of the yeah. case. Then we see in 503, uh, the rookie they're gonna have Laura and yeah, Garza, Garza come over. Oh, geez, I don't know,
0: I don't know, but I'm so here for these like mini little crossovers, they're not even mini because like well, I guess they are, because they could do, like, a two-hour episode again, but, like, mm-hmm. there are many in that, like, we get, like, one or two people, like, kind of crossover, mm-hmm. so. But, like, if we get it for the first, well, we'll have it for the first two episodes of Feds, and then, like, the third episode of The Rookie, like, that's, like, what, three weeks? Yeah. Or so, or no, two weeks. Two weeks yeah. of crossovers. Yeah. My math is weird. And it was really, like, weird doing this outline and like talking about rookie feds like a week after and then like outlining for the rookie but like not knowing of so jet it was just weird but yeah, yeah so yeah
1: hopefully this works for you guys if you're <laughs> confused it's okay we kind of are too so
0: yeah. hopefully it makes it honestly sense. we're just going with the flow hopefully if the rookie feds gets picked up for another night for like another season i'm manifesting that it moves over to sunday nights because yeah or just i mean if just, they have to move the rookie over to tuesday that's fine just put him on one night that, honestly it just makes so much more sense literally all mm-hmm. of the other shows with the universes are on the same nights. like yeah. just make them be same night yeah so yeah but yeah. And do
1: we have anything else aside from that manifestation? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Cause I'll be live tweeting for well, 102 of feds yeah. um tonight, I guess, when people are listening to this. So yeah. you guys will understand my <laughs> excitement through exclamation <laughs> points and all caps, I'm sure. Yeah. Um
0: oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you get Brendan and Laura, which I think we've dubbed as Brenson now yeah like kevin called it like acres or something yeah when we get Brenson and chenford on the same screen you're, mind, you're like done you're done no i
1: am i'm so like oh my god just like it's not i mean yes i am excited to see like um kevin and melissa but like i'm just even more excited to see like Britt and eric like i don't even i can't really even explain it i just am yeah like i just oh my god it's just so cool that'd be like, so good Oh yeah um so on that lovely note um you guys can find us on twitter at shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts and you can find us individually on twitter as well uh i'm at carrie hyman and jennifer is
0: at jsark 804
1: and if you guys like this episode of shop talk you guys you know leave us a rating or review. Um, it just, you know, really helps out the podcast and we would really appreciate it. And we also have a Tee public store, obviously. So check it out if you want some rookie merch. It was so cool to see like Melissa post um, yes. M's design on Instagram. Yeah. Of the, what was it? The, I didn't choose the Chenford Life, Chenford Life chose me or something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Um yeah it does so that was cool um and obviously well, oh
0: yeah go oh, ahead um, even in one interview she was like yeah like the rookie fandom like there's merch like yeah i was
1: like oh listen. my
0: god i was like listen i know that there's like multiple designers and i'm yeah. like all we've really done is like a few things and like the squad goal shirts but like yeah. i I'm looking at all of my talented creative friends right now and like yeah. applauding them because we were all just like called out in an in interview. Like, mm-hmm. how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, and so obviously like, T public has, you know, a lot, a lot of sales. So keep an eye out for like discounted things. Um and oh, okay, I didn't see this is why I really should read before I speak. Because apparently we'll even be dropping some merch for the rookie feds. So that's cool. Okay. I'm excited about that. (laughs) I'm going to get my hands on that for sure. Um, So you guys can too uh, very soon. And another reminder, you guys will actually be hearing from us on another podcast this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called Streaming with Sam and it'll be released on Thursday. So yeah, that'll be fun. We're excited. Yeah. about that to just like you know chit chat about more things entertainment and TV like you know
0: yeah, what else
1: <laughs> you know um,
0: yeah. and yeah. of course the rookie and rookie feds but like we'll mm-hmm. also be talking about like what shows we're streaming and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah it'll be fun Um, and next week we will be back covering 503 of the rookie and 102 of the rookie feds wow that's complicated i know say.
0: it's so weird that like we're talking about two shows now yeah like, honestly i didn't i never thought that like the rookie would get a spinoff, off but no
1: i didn't either which are. reminds me i had to change our bio on twitter
0: i already did so oh, okay good never Yeah. Mind. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh god yeah it's too late i've had a long day guys this is what you get like i'm just <laughs> whatever i'm just having a whole separate conversation that doesn't need to be in here but it's fine
0: <laughs> i mean listen like um, it just yeah it has to happen yeah, yeah so yeah but with that we'll be back next week bye everyone bye guys
1: go get them boo